0: Hi, uh, hey,
1: Hello! Hello. Yeah.
0: hello, everybody, and welcome! And welcome!
1: Welcome! Home. Welcome to another episode of
0: the Last Ones In podcast. I am Dryarchleta, joined today by Robbie. Hi! And E. Hello! This is day four of end of the year deliberations, where we give awards out to things that don't actually matter that much. Today, we are doing three different categories. Or, <laughs> well, we'll explain that in a second. Uh favorite character, best hero. And what's the other one there, E? Uh
1: character growth. Character growth. Which um, character became the tallest over the course.
0: Yep, that's what we're gonna test. And to be fully transparent with you guys, we were thirty five minutes into the recording of this part already. And uh, computer blue screened on us. <laughs> so
1: So we lost that entire thirty five minute long conversation.
0: Yes, yes we did. We only I got I think I won the
1: argument. <laughs> kind of kind of
0: the one that we did was hero uh most hero <laughs> um john hero also uh pardon my voice i'm still dying and in the void so we got a bunch of characters together from a bunch of different movies we even had the son from nosferatu in there uh at one point the three that we ended up it got re- far he got it got farther than it should have
1: it got farther than you would think <laughs>
0: So we'll get down to what those three ended up being. But to start the day off, like we do every day, we're gonna read through all the movies that were in the nomination.
1: Every day we do this.
0: Every 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 single day, even (laughs) if it's not the the end of the year stuff. Every day we wake up and we call each other and we do this. The movies that we watched in 2022 were 1917,
1: Antlers, Best of the Best, Christmas Prince Three, Christmas Story, Cloverfield, Crossroads, Dear Evan Hansen. Dragon Ball Super, Superheroes, and Everything Everywhere All at Once. Fat Man, Gladiator, Haunted Hell House LLC, Hell or High Water, It Chapter 1, It Chapter 2, Jaws, Kid Detective, Klaus, Men, Murder on the Orient Express, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, Night House, Nosferatu, and Pan's Labyrinth. Princess Mononoke, Psycho, Riding in Cars with the Boys, Scary Godmother 1 and 2, Seven Samurai, Silence of the Lambs,
0: Spirited Away, Steven Universe, The Movie, Suspiria
1: 2018. Suspiria 1977, The Green Knight, The Mist, The Mitchells vs. The Machines, and Top Gun. Got Top Gun, Maverick, Maverick. Trains, Planes, and Automobiles, World of Tomorrow, and Year of the Snake, which was our Is This a Movie 2 winner. Yes. Uh, we voted it to be Most Snake. Most Snake in the world. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, there were two other things we watched, by the way. Uh, it was Over the Garden Wall and Afterlife Season 1, but those can't count because it would just be kind of weird.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for those character development stuff, shows? for those, since they're like television shows, they kind of get like more space to do that. So. Uh, If we watch more series next year, then perhaps we'll have a best series or something like that. But
1: we'll we'll throw we'll try to throw them in if we do.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So our top three, because we the one we did already that died on us were uh, number three. I'll start off with that was Abe Applebaum from Kid Detective. He got he got a lot he got farther than the sun in our list. Got farther than the sun and Um, Piccolo and Piccolo. We cut out Mononoke and. Piccolo, right before we had that top three. So those two were in the top five. Uh, Abe Applebaum from Kid Detective beat him out. He is very heroic and lovable, but we ended up coming to the conclusion that really his whole thing is more of a self journey rather than a hero's journey, although he does wind up being very heroic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Number two was Hercule Perot from Murder on the Orient Express. And the reason why he got number two whenever we started to talk more about it was because it was also a self journey for him in the m- murder on the orient express but he also had to fight what are uh, between what was the law and what is actually the right thing to do because those uh the line became blurred between those two things for him very much in that movie and it wasn't so much even about just saving himself as much as saving the people who were d- done wrong by who was the actual villain so it was a who done it but it was one with like more of a twist that showed him being more of a hero because of learning how to do the right thing compared to what is just pure justice. The right
0: thing and justice don't always match up. Exactly. Number one, E, who did we
1: have? We had Shimada Kanbei from Seven Samurai. Uh, he took the number one spot over the others just simply for his how great of an act he ended up doing. Like, uh saved those people from jail time, of course, and ultimately helped right a wrong that was going on for a long time. But Kamai gathered an entire seven-man army and fought off an invasion to protect a whole town, all the while helping teach a lot of the people how to live and how to fend for themselves. So he not only perform some of the same feats as the people behind him, but he was a master in the art of war and had to know his enemies to a greater extent than even Hercule. Uh, it was, unfortunately we lost it. It was really funny because we kind of realized Hercule and Kame kind of have a very similar like journey.
0: <laughs> they do. Movies. They do. Cause yeah. they both at the very end wind up having to give up quite a bit of themselves in order to do the thing that is the most right thing to do, the most heroic thing to do. It's very good. Um, but yeah, yeah, that is what ended up being our top three for most heroic character. Let's go ahead and move on to growth. Let's do growth, I guess.
1: It's like an old sore you can't get rid of.
0: Yeah, just like that. <laughs> what, what's the lady's name in Nighthouse? I want to put her for growth. Jane yep. Knight. Miss, Mrs.
1: House. Beth.
0: Beth? Yeah. All right, Beth is on there. I'm going to put Nighthouse yeah, next do, to her.
1: She does go through quite a bit of growth in that movie. I really she, think she about does. it. She
0: does go through quite a bit. All right, who else we got here? Uh, I guess
1: we, we probably could put Tommy Lee on this one, too, because that's <laughs> the whole idea of Best of the Best. <laughs> Tommy
0: guess Lee goes up.
1: Um, I want to put uh, Chihiro from uh, Spirited Away. And right. uh, also Japanese, I want to put Kikuchio, which was the. Uh, the comic relief from Seven Samurai. What else we got, boys? Yeah, Neil Sisariga from uh, Year of the Snake. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just like throwing it in these categories, even though I know it won't win. Uh, Who is that from Steven Universe? So, yeah, I want to put both uh, Steven, because I think he goes through a lot of growth, of course. Uh, Spinell is the thank you yeah that's what I'm Uh Spinell goes through quite a bit of growth in that movie
0: alright we got both of them on there
1: the shark from Jaws
0: <laughs> <Bruce> <laughs> I would say arguably he goes through ungrowth in that <laughs> there's an uh, argument for
1: Wayne, actually from The Green Knight actually there is an argument for that I'm blanking on the people from it I feel like one of them probably could go I'm, I'm thinking either I have to look up them <laughs> <laughs> are we talking chapter one or chapter two uh, kind of both i feel like they it works because of how they're separated yeah yeah, yeah. um i uh, i love when it doesn't show me the full casting i i just love that
0: it's the best isn't it
1: uh mike i think is a good one and uh beverly i think both of yeah. them are probably like the best examples of people who grew from like who they were as a kid to who they become as an adult. Yeah. I think those are good choices. I think you could agree with that.
0: Let's see. What else do we got here on this list? The sun from
1: Nosferatu it grows in the sky when it turns to <laughs> <me>. <laughs>
0: um, uh, The Main Lady from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. What's her name? Uh I still need to watch that movie, but I'll so have to good, just go man. with your word. So yeah, we'll good. try not to spoil much. Yeah. Yeah. It's Evelyn. Evelyn. I would like to note. Apparently, Jamie Lee Curtis never actually gets a name for any of her characters. She just knows her as Jamie Lee Curtis. Dope. So, and every probably, one? yeah, yeah. There probably is a name for the character. They didn't bother writing, but yeah, like I mean, they put like, like Debbie a... the dog. <laughs> so you weird. Know. weird. I would say it, it might be like a like I said a almost like a Fight Club thing of like uh, how the main character is just called the narrator.
0: No, that wouldn't work for that. At no, all. <laughs> but yeah,
1: she's an actual character. I think not they her. just didn't give her a name. <laughs> yeah. Um. Man, I'm look. I'm not sure about like a lot of these. I was also gonna actually uh argue with like a uh, Roy Kinner never really gets a name. but the the problem is he has too many names in men.
0: I wouldn't say he has character growth. That's kind of the opposite. No, Robbie's just
1: saying like, like he he definitely had zero with... character growth in that movie. <laughs> Robbie's saying like characters without names yeah but like he definitely has names but not he has like too many names is the problem but so i will say the girl from men harper is that her name yeah
0: i would uh, i would put her on the list
1: yeah i'd say she goes through a f- fair bit of lot in that movie <laughs> she goes through a lot in that movie i <laughs> uh, i'm wondering if maybe emily from world of tomorrow but I that mean that one's like a weird one to compare. Yes <laughs> no. Cuz like I was thinking the same thing of like, well, she kind of does go through growth but not like the main Emily though. I guess but like they're all Emily. Yeah. Ultimately. And that's the thing is cuz like there's a, the main version of her who's just just Emily and then the other ones who went through growth because of growing up and realizing like who they actually are once they uh meet their younger version of themselves.
0: Man, the more Time passes, the more I'm realizing like I did not retain any of that. Well, open your brain
1: better. <laughs> uh I mean that might just be a lot more like too much of like to think about if you put in Emily. So I'm I'm fine if we don't. The Is that it? Okay, if anybody goes through growth in World of Tomorrow, and I'd argue that uh Simon goes through the most growth. i Mean David? Was it David? It's David. <laughs> okay, I'm looking, I looked at the cast and it's Showing it doesn't show a David, it shows a Simon, but I'm thinking of the guy who had to go like through the actual journey. Yeah, his name was David. Okay, yeah, I would say probably David from World of Tomorrow. I mean, you arguably fall into the same thing of like there's more than one David, right? Also, uh, wait, can you uh, should we put one of the brothers from Hell or High Water? I could not tell you if they have any growth or not.
0: I don't know if they do have growth in there. I feel like they're the same people from the start of it, honestly. I mean, maybe enough. the brother that goes on the hill at the end. Maybe he yeah, has yeah. some growth. The, the spoilers. Yeah, the spoilers. <laughs> Let's uh, put him on there, and then
1: we'll, we'll see. And then we'll be like, it. we can't put him here because spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, I think this is a decent list to work off. Yeah, I think so, too. I guess if we're, like, scraping the bottom of the barrel. I'd say, like, maybe Santa from Fat Man, but... Let's put him on them. If anybody has an, game, an argument for him, then we put the sun on the other list. It's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. we did. All I right. say Norman Bates. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, he goes. You creepy. know the guy from Psycho. Yeah, he like really <laughs> had Norman Bates. He really he really grows as a character from like murdering so many people to not even wanting to swat a fly. <laughs> Um, I th- again i think we're probably good yeah, yeah i think we're good on to... that
0: robbie go ahead and name all those characters off and what movie
1: they were in okay so we have beth from Nighthouse. we have tommy lee from best of the best uh i'm gonna butcher this name probably um chihiro from spirited away kukuchiro kikuchio kikuchio from seven samurai neil from year of the <laughs> snake steven just Steven. From Steven Universe, Steven. I mean. <laughs> yeah, Steven Universe from Steven Universe, the movie. Spinel from Steven Universe, the movie. Gwen from Green Knight. Mike from IT. Beverly from IT. Evelyn from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Harper from Men. Brother from, all right, just the brothers from Hell or High Water. And Santa from Fat Man.
0: Well, it's one specific brother, but I can't think of his name. So, I yeah. have a brother.
1: Okay. John Brother.
0: Um, John
1: Highwater. <laughs> John Hell and John Highwater. That's the two brothers. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows why they share a first name rather than a last name, but mm-hmm. everyone just kind of is all right with it. <laughs> um, all right. So... Yeah, all because, right. Uh, Toby is Chris Pine's character, and I guess Ben Foster is Tanner.
0: Yep, I got him on there.
1: Okay, which I would assume uh, is because Ben Foster is a great actor, and I'm sure that he would be one of the lead roles in that movie.
0: No, oh, yeah, he's great.
1: Um, I'm so, just going to say was, the it easy. was funny. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Neil from you're the snake. I think you can go. Sorry, Neil Cesariga. You'll <laughs> just have to be you'll have to settle for being like a, a multi album songwriter. Hugely internetly <laughs> beloved. <laughs> one of the most influential things about the Internet. <laughs>
0: All right,
1: man. This might, might be
0: hard to cut down, actually.
1: A little I mean, bit, Santa.
0: Yeah, be cut yeah, now. yeah. I guess just you're like right. you know,
1: he does have character growth, but he's still Mel Gibson at the end of the fucking movie. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's true. Um,
0: I would say if we're gonna we if we're gonna have somebody from a movie, we should only have one person. So I think we should cut either Mike or Beverly from it. I would
1: probably. Cut I want. Mike. I want. Mike yeah I want it to be Mike but they just did not give him the writing yeah well they didn't give him the writing and like he is very set like just don't be wrong he does have a lot of character growth in that movie but like he's still Mike at the end of it and like Beverly almost does like a whole 180 she goes from a victim to a survivor to like a a, almost a hero towards the end of the movie yeah I would say Mike Mike's growth is is like concentrated into the first one yes yeah well it's concentrated into the first one and it's more of him like almost becoming like a shaman of the group in a weird way. I mean, he has to learn like where his how to take his place basically, because a lot of his uh, growth is that at the start, he is too passive. Yeah. He just lets everything happen to him. And also it's one of those things of like, everybody went and like had character growth by moving out of the town. And Mike was the one who stayed behind to like still be the same. So he just never forgot. Well, everyone I else. not say of, he's the same, but no, definitely yeah. not the same. He's but, definitely not the same, but like he had the he had less of like going out into the world to grow. I guess is yeah. what I'm getting at. Compared to Beverly, yeah. going from you know an abusive or an abusive daughter or an abused daughter to an abused wife to, like I said, being who she is by the end of the movie. So yeah. I in my I would cut Mike before I cut Beverly. Group. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, again, I just, I really wish Mike had the writing that it seems like he got a lot of in the book.
0: Yeah, he, he needed it, and they, did, they didn't. They screwed him. Get him dirty. All right. Uh, going uh, by that same spirit, I think we need yeah. to be uh, Spinell or Steven from Steven Universe.
1: So, since we're specifically talking about the movie, I think Spinell's character arc is much more important and impactful than Steven's character arc. Okay. I would agree. Because Steven, the thing is, like, Steven's character arc is really important if you watch the whole series, which you guys did not.
0: No, no. So.
1: Yeah. We literally have just the movie to go off of. Yeah. So, I, I, you know, yeah. the whole conversation we had beforehand that got cut out because of a blue screen of death of, like, how we were comparing Piccolo in the entire Dragon Ball Z series. Yeah. <laughs> to what he is in the movie. I think it's the same thing here to where, like, Steven has some character growth, but he's still just Steven by the end of it compared to spinel who goes from you know the main villain of the movie to you know realizing that she was just someone who was done wrong by the end of it yeah, yeah.
0: all right yeah let's uh let's cut steven from that
1: sorry steven you'll just have to settle for being one of the most popular cartoon network shows stupid Wah-wah. steven
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking steven uh, <laughs> oh, let's take right. a second um,
1: here. we're back in it i guess i don't need world of tomorrow's wikipedia page open now <laughs> I mean I'm just kind of staring at Heller Highwater's uh Google page going, Oh hey, it's on Netflix. that's great. Who else do we got here that we can cut? Uh anything? well Tommy Lee sure is on that list, I'm noticing.
0: Yeah, yeah. And again, <laughs> I really think that it's just we like the human being that plays Tommy Lee.
1: <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he does go through growth in that, but it's not the yeah. very <laughs> ending of the fucking movie that he goes through growth. Yeah, if we were if we like watched a documentary about him, I think it'd be fair. Yeah. But we watched the movie he made. Yeah. Uh yeah, let's go with Tony (laughs) Lee. Yeah, all right. Um I guess in that same vein almost I feel almost like we could cut because he's kind of a piece of shit throughout the entire movie until the very, very end. Yeah. He really is. Um Plus his name's fucking stupid.
0: I'm, I'm okay with cutting Wayne, actually.
1: Get out of here, G-Wayne. You just, you have to... Get set- a real name. <laughs> Get a haircut. Uh, gonna gonna say haircut you only Wayne. have to uh, settle for being a character that has lived through history for like the past couple thousand years. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, I'm surprised Tanner's still on this When considering how much we debated even adding him. Uh yeah, he goes through technically growth, I guess, but really he's a piece of shit. So yeah. <laughs> and once again, I have no opinion because I have yet to watch said movie. Yeah, yeah you gotta watch. I it. think we're. I think we. Uh, well, Evelyn's still here, but actually, Evelyn and Harper. But the rest are ones we all watched. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Because yeah, I haven't seen everything everywhere all at once, and E has not seen Men. No. I mean, Ooh. Harper
0: does go through. Yeah, no, Harper goes through way too much growth. I, I don't feel good about cutting
1: that. I was going to say, it's... Mm. I feel like, off the top of my head, I want to say Beth has the least growth out of these characters. I don't know about that. Well, Who did would th- you say has less off the top of your head? I mean, you're out of I don't remember of the- who Kikuchio is. He's the comic relief, I said. What did the he do one again? that's like... The, he's the one who like had the scrollers like see I'm a renowned samurai and they're like uh, you're not and he follows them and becomes an actual samurai throughout the whole movie in the end uh, spoilers uh, sacrificing <laughs> himself for the greater cause
0: okay okay I don't know I mean I would I would probably cut Spinel dead silence huh
1: <laughs> I mean <laughs> I wouldn't <I'm> debating, <laughs> <but> <laughs> I don't want to hold us up if it's like Like I I was waiting for to see if Robbie had much to say about it. I would almost say um, it would either be Beverly or Beth almost. And once again, I can't really have an opinion about Evelyn because I haven't seen that movie. I just keep on hearing. It is just just hers is extremely strong. I'm just going to say hers is again. I don't want to spoil it much, but hers is extremely strong. Hers is. I mean, and it's one of those things because like Harper also goes to like a whole bunch of character growth. But it's also like that movie is just a giant metaphor almost, and things are just kind of happening around her as a sign of her growth. I would and, cut Harper.
0: I would cut a lot of people before I cut Beth. I'm I'm gonna fight pretty hard for Beth. I'm gonna tell you that right now. I would cut. I would cut
1: Harper. I guess. I guess because like it, it's hard to deny how much growth she actually goes through through that movie. And also whenever I like looked up the movie on Google, apparently that movie is not very well rated, even though the movie is fantastic. But <laughs> um, probably because men watched it. Probably, yeah. Like yeah. It, it is one thing that we actually said are in the review of it and everything. Like, there's a lot of people who hate this movie, but it seems like it's because they realize that like this movie's about them and they're not happy about that.
0: Yeah, yeah, it seems like that.
1: Yeah. I, I would be okay cutting Kikuchio because I ultimately, uh, after like 50 years, we have just gotten better at writing. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> gonna, <laughs> I think that one, the age shows a little bit. I think he's a great character for what for seven samurai. But like compare comparatively.
0: I mean, the fact that I genuinely don't remember him, I think says a lot. Uh, I think you just don't
1: remember Japanese names very well. You're probably right. I mean, I remember him, but like I was going to say, I think he's almost like a lovable asshole throughout the entire movie. And part of it is because he's a stubborn bastard. And then even towards the end of the movie, whenever he starts going through his character growth, uh, the things that he does to become a character growth are also because he's not doing what he's told and he's still being a stubborn bastard about all of it. Right. I mean, Yeah. I would definitely argue that's part of his character growth. Yeah. Well, there is still like him sticking in his character. Yeah. So it's, it's still technically growth, but it's not like a lot of these other ones of like almost becoming a better person by the end of it. Yeah. Like I said, I think that one just it's age is a little bit, uh, makes it a little bit harder.
0: Okay. Let's get a, let's cut Kikuchio out. All right. E, where does that leave us?
1: We got Beth from The Night House, Chihiro from Spirited Away, Spinell from Steven Universe, Beverly from It, Evelyn from Everything Everywhere All At Once, and Harper from Men. All right. It's a, it's a strong list. It is a strong list. This one's going to be a harder list than the first one. Can we do a top six? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> all And they're all tied.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Also... I just want to say all female. Hmm. (laughs) Just just notice that you
1: almost made it
0: (laughs) almost, almost. It's almost
1: uh, it's almost like we do like strong female characters in a weird way. It's almost like I, I will also say, to be fair, some of these some of the males were cut from. We just did a arbitrary one per movie rule. Yeah, that's true. That's true.
0: It's not arbitrary
1: yeah it's kind of arbitrary the whole thing's arbitrary yeah (laughs) you're proving my point more than disproving it exactly thank you between these because like the most that i'm kind of looking at these lists because i'm like almost in a weird way comparing harper to beverly to beth because they all somewhat go through similar situations out of those i would cut harper yeah, and that's what I was going to say, is I think out of all of them, I, I feel like Harper had the least amount of growth between Beverly and Beth and Harper.
0: Yeah, I'd, I, I'm okay with cutting Harper.
1: Yeah. Right fantastic character in a fantastic movie, but it's almost, like I said, it's less of her growth than just, like, things are happening around her. Yeah. That cause the growth. Yeah.
0: Okay. Chihiro is the main character in Spirited Away, right? Yes. Yeah, that's pretty strong.
1: Yeah, and I feel like for how much you're going to fight for Beth, E will probably fight for Chihiro as much, if maybe not even more. Or Spinel. I I think they're both extremely strong. Uh, like if you held me at gunpoint, I definitely will fight for Chihiro more than Spinell. But I do think they're both very strong. Yeah, I think no, I kind I, of agree I, with one. Like if I had to fight, choose between Chihiro and Spinell, I'd probably choose Chihiro. I'd choose
0: Chihiro. I think the verses that we're looking at right now is Spinell versus Beverly.
1: And so, like, it, it seems kind of weird to compare the two. I think they do, at least if we're talking first movie, Beverly, there's actually a very similar arc between the two of them.
0: How so? Just I mean, like,
1: because not- I, I would argue both characters are extremely, but it's an extremely in part of, like, how much they've been wronged by uh their I guess caretakers is the best way to put it in a yeah. lot of situations. Beverly's is obviously a lot harsher and a lot uh more tragic. Sure. And Spinell's, but like I think that's a bit of a difference of the tone of movies. Like I think Spinell's is a very messed up in a lot of ways, especially if you think about the fact that she was abandoned for thousands of years and the only thing that brought her back is that she saw the son of her caretaker who said like oh i saved everything uh my mom died and like just to spinel that was the that was uh pink diamond was her world essentially so to have like the only person you know and care about abandon you for such a long time without even having the decency to say goodbye is really tragic in a lot of ways yeah it's like I, different kinds of it is um i feel like if you had to put spinel's situation in like a more realistic manner it's almost like a person that is you know you kind of see them as an asshole and they're acting out a lot and you can't figure out why until you realize that their parents left them alone as a child and then as an adult they ended up finding out that their parents uh just went and started a new family without them While they just left them inside of a uh like left at an orphanage basically if that even but what happens with
0: spinel at the end i don't even remember what the ending with spinel spinel ultimately
1: steven like tries to help her and she takes his hand but as soon as realizing that steven uh needed her to stop the machine she started singing back at her old ways because she, she assumed Steven was basically just using her. And it's the big fight scene until she just, until Spinell herself realizes that everything's how like that. She's the cause of a lot of her issues in the end. And while Steven is trying to help her, she ultimately needs to help herself and goes with the other diamonds.
0: So what you're saying is she's basically Taylor Swift.
1: I can't say that because I
0: don't know Taylor Swift's story. Cause Taylor Swift is like, hi, it's me, I'm the problem. It's, it's, that, that song is Taylor Swift. Anyway, <clears throat> we're going to walk past that joke. All right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I didn't feel a whole lot for, for that movie in general, so I have a difficult time. Um, I know you do, though, E.
1: I guess, yeah. I think with, like, Spinell versus Beverly, it's almost like a weird, uh, it's almost like a weird diagram between, like, who, like, did one get more growth off of, like, sh- uh, off of a fighting off her abuser compared to one that learned that she's the problem after being neglected for thousands of years? This is a very
0: succinct way of, of putting that, Robbie. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm trying to put it in a way that will, like, help at least Drya uh, kind of make a decision between these two. I mean... I mean, I, I think, think- Drya has his decision. Oh, yeah, made. I've made-
0: I already yeah. have, like, if it were just my list. But it's not just my list.
1: Right. I think between the two, I probably still choose Beverly, honestly. I'm fine with that. With cutting Beverly? Yeah, I mean, I, I want Dariah to make his case for Beth. Like, I get why he wants Beth, but like, I think towards like what is left. Alright, with Beth,
0: uh, by the way, this is going to go into tons of spoilers for Night House, so probably skip five minutes or something. She starts the movie off in an extremely deep depression, one that she has struggled with for her entire life. Uh, It's a depression that she's not been able to shake, and it's just kind of always been there, aching at the back of her neck, essentially. And her husband's suicide winds up bringing a bunch of paranoia and anger and uh, brings back even more depression than what she's ever dealt with before. Uh, and puts it at the forefront of her. Because there's all this grief that she doesn't know how to deal with. Everything that she knew was just taken away from her. And not only that. Everything that she thought she knew about this person. Ended up not even being real. Really. In a way. Depends on how how deeply you look at it. Which I will say I'll look at it uh, fairly deeply. Instead of the very face value of it. Of the, the husband uh, just being in some bad stuff. I think it's the movie does a really good job of saying it's more than that. It's that the husband was kind of the protector that kept away this darkness, this almost demon, as the movie portrays it, of this depression. Like It was always there at her back, but her husband was there to keep it, that kind of worked to keep it at bay and kept keeping it at bay. And the thing that she eventually has to learn about it is that her own emotions can't be stuck inside of something that somebody else did things that she can't have control over anymore Uh, she has to learn to not move on but learn to accept the things that have been happening for her and learn that maybe yeah she does have this dark demon following her essentially depression she has this uh, deep depression that's always going to be nagging at her but at the end she ends up winning that fight against that uh, when she's been losing it for so, so, so long before. And just throughout the whole movie, we see her just slowly losing that fight with depression and thoughts of self-harm and suicide and whatnot. And so when it gets to that that big climax on the lake of her on the boat, you can look at it at face value and be like, oh, it was a demon trying to persuade her into killing herself. But I don't look at the ending as just that. I look at this as her internal struggle that she's been having since the beginning of this movie and before the beginning of this movie from when we joined into the narrative. And she is just finally coming face to face with this thing that she's been trying to run away from. And she eventually wins over those thoughts and those negative feelings and everything. And I think it just, it's, a, it's a huge growth from her for her because it's this deep, dark hole that she's been sinking in the whole time then she's finally able to pull herself out of it at the very end. That's my argument for Beth.
1: I think it's a pretty strong argument. So yeah. <laughs> what else? Who else says what? I have uh, strong arguments for anyone whatsoever right now. Cause there, it, it is all a pretty good list right now of like people who had to go through growth. And like, I feel like in a weird way, like all of them had to kind of crawl out of a, their own dark hole in a weird way. I think Beth, is mostly at the forefront of that when it comes to like the way that you put it too. Cause like all of them are dealing with it in one way, shape or form, but with hers, it is a very personal one compared to like some of these other ones. Like I guess Chihiro, it's also the same way. I was going to say that someone helped them pull it out of or pull themselves out of that hole in a weird way. But what you think? E? what are your thoughts? Um, I try to think of a best way to word what my thought is, uh, is it fuck you, dry? <laughs> no, but I don't know if you're going to like what I'm going to say. Okay. Um. So when you are describing that, that's a lot of how I feel about Spinel. I would disagree. You can't, because that's how I feel about <laughs> well, Spinel. Sure, sure. Like I know, like, obviously they take it in very different approaches. Beth actually, like uh, Robbie was saying, Beth has a lot of the forefront of the suicidal thoughts, the all that, and uh, Spinell has the disadvantage of being an all-ages movie in that regard, but I think that is what a lot of that gets out, and rather than it being put into that way, Spinell's is more of the over exaggeration of wanting to destroy everything because of the inability to deal with her own emotions, essentially. And, like, I I would definitely, again, like, there are three characters here that I would extremely argue for and Spinella is probably the least that I will argue for. And it is ultimately, I would be ultimately fine if we cut Spinell at this point. I mean, that's to me, it's spinel or,
0: or Beverly. that has got to be cut right here.
1: I can, I would be done cutting both of them. Where your, I think he's asking which one first. What are Again, your, it's what are your fairly thoughts, arbitrary, Robbie? but <laughs> yeah. I mean, I 100% agree with like what dry said about Beth in the night house. And There's also kind of that case of Chihiro of just like, that one's more of like dealing with overwhelming odds that are somewhat out of your control and like learning how to pick yourself up uh, besides that. Spinell is, like I said, kind of like someone acting out and then kind of almost realizing that they're the problem and like, how do I fix myself after this happens? Beverly is someone who was abused and like I said, kind of goes between goes from being the victim to being a survivor and like kind of the, the journey between those things. And then I have, I haven't seen everything everywhere all at once yet. Cause I wasn't there for that. Episode. Evelyn's is strong. Like that's all we need to say ever. We never need to explain it. <laughs> it's just, it's so hard. Cause like, if it was just, if we saw it, I wouldn't mind spoiling it, but like you just need to see it. Ravi no i, I, I understand but like that's the reason why i have no argument for evelyn but i'm not gonna uh, argue for or against her i just have to go with what you guys say yeah her character um but i also kind of agree it's between Spinell and beverly at this point for me too i say we cut them both they both just tie for fit fourth, i guess yeah it's all arbitrary. There is, we only do top threes. They all. <laughs> that is fair. We could just, yeah, we, I'm fine with the double tip knockout here. All right. Yeah.
0: Cutting out Beverly, cutting out Spinel. What three
1: does that leave us with, Robbie? That leaves us with Beth from Nighthouse, or the Nighthouse, I should say, Chihiro from Spirited Away, and Evelyn from Everything Everywhere All at Once.
0: All right. All right. Um, I think we do need to talk about Evelyn from Everything Everywhere all at once, just so people can kind of feel where we're coming from with that.
1: Yeah. Right. No um, matter what movie, I just have it. I just need to find I know. It. It's just, it's a movie that benefits from the least you know about it. That's fair. It does. The, the most I know about it is, uh, time paradoxes from multiple universes and everything bagels. That's mostly what I know about that movie.
0: That's such. a that I surface... have like a half truth. Yeah, <laughs> even the stuff that's true in there is just so surface level of what that movie is. Honestly, um,
1: right. So, I to like try to to put it in very non spoilery. Uh, Evelyn is another case of using this extremely bombastic and out of this world setup to help teach her. Uh, how to really organize her feelings about her daughter and like what it means for her to live. And a lot of trials in the face of everything, like her uh, issues with her marriage, uh, her strenuous uh, relationship with her father and uh, losing her daughter, ultimately yeah and like what her journey is like learning how to uh i guess in some ways learning how to handle the tremendous stress of everything coming down all at once everything everywhere all at once as (laughs) the title is yeah and also like learning to dig inward to connect with those even though you're scared. And, like, so it's a, a huge
0: message of acceptance in there as well, and, like, mm-hmm. enjoying your life as it is, and, like, a, a bunch. There's just there's a lot in that movie, man. There's so much in that movie.
1: Yeah. The way that you guys have described it so far kind of makes you think of, like, moving on past grief is what it, I'm kind of getting. I think, so, like, I wouldn't say it's with grief. No. Okay. It's, like, the... It's the it's the bit before the grief. I don't know exactly if there's really a word for it. But like the feeling of hopelessness of the daily of your day. The melancholy life. The melancholiness of life. And just like trying to piece to hold together the little strands that you can to keep everything from falling down on you from the weight of the world taking down everything.
0: Okay. It's powerful. It's powerful. That's, that's genuinely a fantastic movie. Uh, Please go watch it, Robbie. I
1: will. Like, I think a lot of it is just like, it's, it's down to a point where we're kind of putting our own selves into these characters when we're down to this point is how they get so far. I think you're right. Cause like, I I talked about how I'll do I'll like bring up Chihiro. I think Chihiro is a very important character of learning kind of how to navigate your own feelings throughout like extremely large changes in life and uh learning to help deal with the kind of strangeness of the day to day, learning how to deal with growing up and uh just like It's extremely metaphorical, more than, not more than Everything Everywhere, but like Everything Everywhere kind of like is upfront with what it's teaching, whereas uh, Spirit of the Way is very emotion and like internal. It's almost a
0: children's movie way of teaching. Like as a kid, you're there enjoying the movie and it's emotional and you don't quite understand why. And as an adult, you see the lesson that it's actually trying to teach.
1: Yeah. And like again they're all they're all powerful in very different ways. Nighthouse is very powerful of the grieving period as well as um strong topics such as suicide i again, not getting too much, I think everything everywhere also deals a lot with those kinds of topics
0: I would agree i would agree uh here um, here's the list <clears throat> for me as uh, this is how I feel about it. I feel like Evelyn has to be number one. That is my feeling as well. And then from there, I actually don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It, it's like all this arguing for like
1: 10 minutes. <laughs> um, I mean, to be I you, I, guys, you guys very purposefully haven't said anything about that movie because I need to watch it still. Yeah. Yeah. And like, that that ultimately does go to show how much... We feel like it did. I have no arguments with her, Evelyn being number one with you guys. Like, because I hear yeah. nothing but good things about that movie and that I need to watch it. I just need to find time to actually sit down and watch the damn thing. Which I probably like after we're done, like, doing all of our stuff tonight, I probably will just like bite the bullet and pay $20 to stream it or something. I think I just have st- it. Just steal the DVD from dry I think I literally have or it or digital. I'll, I'll just try. give you my
0: voodoo password.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. And then I do personally have a stake of two and three. I, I would prefer Chihiro being two. That's fine. <laughs> I mean, uh, we Robbie needs to be in the conversation at that point because he has seen the other two. Yeah. So that's the thing is like, I actually do have personal stakes like both of them between like, you know, there's been a handful of times that like I had, I went through like Chihiro's situation of like having to change everything about my life and pick up everything and like move on to something new and scary. And then I've also, you know, had some bad stuff happen to me in my life to where like there was a depressing moments afterwards too. And like having to fight almost like that grief demon of like, how do you pick yourself back up from that and like move forward? And so for me, like there's arguments for both of them, but I feel like Beth is almost more of a number two for me than Shahiro would be for that reason. Because I feel like I guess I have a more powerful feeling of like having to fight like that sensation of like, or that demon of depression and like learning to pick yourself up from it and like to be on the winning side of like something that will just beat you down and keep you there unless you do something about it. If that makes sense.
0: Yeah, like no, I, I
1: get that. Cause I, I definitely, so like, I, I would say I also have like a stake with both of them. I think a lot of what it boils down for me is, uh, I saw Spirited Away at the best time I possibly could have ever seen it. I would say that uh, Drya and his wife were the ones who I think was your wife there. Yeah, she was there. Yeah, were the ones who took me to it. And this was basically right after uh, I had to uh, had uh, been my childhood home was sold and I had to move out of where my, I had to move away from my parents as well as the stress of dealing with college. And I, it ultimately was just extremely powerful of a movie and it's a movie. Every time I watch it, I cry and just from the raw emotions. Every, I talked about it during the, when we saw it, but the rice ball eating scene, I think is one of the most powerful moments in cinema for, I would argue where you just see Chihiro with the entire weight of everything surrounding her finally crumbling down with this one small act of kindness. And she just starts bawling. And it's extremely powerful, and it's extremely uh what's the word extremely like relatable i would say where like the smallest things can bring out the strongest emotions in people, which is and like it's 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 a uh, hard to like quantifiably define and again we're at a point with these where we are kind of just talking from our feelings more than from a like uh reviewing standpoint which i i don't think you can really separate the two truly not really cuz i think what we're doing right now is we're taking these three characters and we're talking about the growth that all three of them had and I think we're all comparing them to the growth that we've all individually had in our lives and how that affected us. And I, I do completely understand what you say about your hero, but I think it's kind of the same thing with like that the Nighthouse and Beth when it comes to me too. Because like, I think I watched that movie during a time where, even though we watched it somewhat recently, I was going to say like with it coming out and like with some of the stuff that happened with our family and everything too, like in recent times, like it just kind of saw it at the perfect time of just like, for me in that sense of growth too like they both kind of have the same growth in the sense of like learning to pick yourself up and to keep moving forward despite what you're going through at that moment and they're both powerful messages too and i think it that's kind of what it is is your argument is that chihiro meant more for you in the moment that you saw it and i think for me beth meant more for me in the moment that i saw it so like that's that's my argument for Beth being in number two, and I know that's your uh, argument for Chihiro being in number two, and Drya don't give a fuck, because he's Drya. Listen, Let's listen. just agree with Drya and say it doesn't matter which one's two or three. Listen, hear me out. Because right. it's <clears throat> personal enough. Oh shoot,
0: I think we give Evelyn number one, we give Beth number two, and we give Chihiro number three, asterisk, best ghost story. <laughs>
1: uh, again... <laughs> the list is arbitrary. We could just be Evelyn's number one and the other two are number two. I'm totally for that i'm I'm one hundred percent I'm fine that. with yeah, like I'm fine for this that. is again, I, this is all just emotions at this point. yeah, we're kind of getting emotionally invested in these characters.'re they just like this is the growth that I went through, and therefore that's why this character is better in this movie. and fuck your feelings. yeah.
0: also yeah, fuck your feelings, e <laughs> 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 All right, so our uh, most most growth from a character number 2 is beth number 2 is chihiro <laughs> and number 1 is evelyn i i think that's fair i think that's fair as well all I right agree. well you know what i know we had one more here in the in the chamber for day 4 but i think that's that's it for day 4 i think we're going to have to move the rest of this conversation to day 5 we talk oh. too much about our feelings. That, it's, yeah. That's yeah. always
1: the problem. <laughs> we turn this into a therapy session. Again. Uh, uh, first Christmas story. Now this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. E, if people want to uh, get a hold of us or find us, where can they do that?
1: Yeah, we have a link tree. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-O-I-P which gives you a link to our social medias and our listen medias. It gives you access to our twitch stream which we play video games on we certainly wow do. yeah who knows what we're playing <laughs> at this point who fucking i don't even fucking know man <laughs> figuring it out as we go along. chaos right Could, now it, it might not even be a video game who knows we're just eating pie now that's our stream <laughs> we live stream thing we live stream christmas dinner
0: fuck yeah man let's do it
1: <laughs> uh but yeah check out that stuff uh we we have fun we do we enjoy ourselves
0: um, Robbie, get us no. out of here on
1: day four. All right. So if you're out and about, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, make sure to be safe, make sure to be kind to one another, and if this is the very first time you've listened to us, we're a choice to start on day four, but hey, you do you, or whether you've been since the very beginning,
0: thank you for listening. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, Robbie. Mm-hmm. Thank you, E. Yeah. Thank you, everybody out there. We will be back with day five very, very, very soon. Uh, where we'll have... 10 minutes tops. 10, ten maybe 15. Uh, where we'll have our favorite character in that day real quick, and then we'll go on to whatever we had set for that day as well. All right, talk to you guys again soon. Have a good one. Bye! Bye! Uh, hey.